हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू ऑप्शन गेक दिस इज योर होस्ट विवेक पार्ट टाइम ऑप्शन ट्रेडर एंड फुल टाइम वर्कर हस्बैंड एंड फादर इफ यू आल्सो वांट टू जनरेट कंसिस्टेंट मंथली इनकम ट्रेडिंग ऑप्शंस व्हाइल वर्किंग इन योर रेगुलर डे जॉब देन जॉइन मी इन दिस जर्नी हेलो एवरीवन थैंक यू फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन टू ऑप्शन गेक एंड दिस इज योर होस्ट विवेक and i wish you a very very happy new year 2020 i hope you all are well rested after the deserved holiday break and are ready to get go roaring into 2020 and i wish that 2020 turns out to be even more profitable for all of you this is the first weekly summary update from option gig Uh, and uh, since this was the first week it actually straddles over two weeks instead of doing the weeks combining 2019 and 2020 i thought i'll do the first weekly summary starting from 1st of january 2020 to the end of the last this previous week which is january 10th so today the summary that we're going to present is from 1st of january to 10th of january 2020 all right as always let's first see what were the major market headlines for the last week top one war tensions but come war or wages reports the rally just keeps rolling on we saw dow hitting above 29000 briefly last week even though earlier there were escalations there there were tensions about us iran war but those dissipated as the week moved on and market kept chugging along onward and upward that's the only direction market knew last week all right oil also declined 6% <coughs> excuse me on deescalation of tensions between us and iran for a moment everybody thought we getting into world war 3 and oil jumped higher but then when both us and iran decided that they're going to hold back on the escalation oil declined also last week we had a jobs report uh it had shown a moderate slowdown in the number of jobs gains as well as the wage growth uh, it was expected to see a a moderate slowdown as compared to the last month which is a november month because november month is a thanksgiving shopping there's a lot of temporary jobs that are created in the retail sector during that month so generally you will see that the december job growth is a little less than the november job growth so again no surprises there the job growth was as per expectation and it showed up in markets market continued to move higher all right the other factor contributing to market keep going higher is our consumer spending consumer spending continues to be strong in december this strong engine of us economy continued to chug it kept chugging and so the market lastly i want to talk about the game that fed has been playing in the repo market again fed injected another 80 billion plus dollars in repo market and also gave an indication that they are open to do 
more capital injection in the repo market if the need arises what happens when you add more money in the repo market money printing cheaper money available for corporates corporates use that money and most of the money flows into buybacks see and we have seen the results of it ever since fed started injecting money in repo market in september so and we have all, we all know what happens to the market since then all right uh do i think the market will continue to go higher the way it did in 2019 and should we expect the similar gains in 2020 no i have no idea where the market will go but i'm glad that the option trading gives us the tools to manage our portfolio irrespective of where market grows so i am ready for the the dreaded r word we'll see what happens all right despite all these market headlines what happens to the major indices so let's look at the major indices first the spiders etf based on s&p index um little change from a like it just went only half a percent opened at 323.54 and closed at 325.71 uh 2.17 points of change or 0.67 percent uh positive the dow jones almost similar opened at 286.44 closed at 288.24 up 0.62% technology sector continue to show the strength that it has been depicting for past few weeks and the nasdaq etf qqq opened at 214.40 closed at 218.43 or a gain of 1.84%. Lastly, IWM opened at 166.74 and closed at 164.89, the decline of 1.12%. This was the only broad market ETF that declined in value. Tech showed the most strength, rising up almost 2%. and uh, while spy and dow jones index uh largely unchanged i mean 0.06% gain only all right so in this market condition how did we do so here's my trade summary overall i closed 29 trades out of which 23 trades were closed profitably and six were losing trades so 23 out of 29 trades uh 79% winner i'm pretty happy about it and we also opened 44 new trades that includes the net net new trades as well as the trades that we might have rolled or hedged again so december the february expiration was close to 45 days last week which is the perfect time optimal time for us to open up a new trades for those who are option premium sellers so i wanted to open up as much trades as i could given the market conditions given the implied volatility given where the the etfs or the particular stocks are trading so pretty active i i was pretty active in trying to open up new trades so we opened up to in total 44 new trades all right now let's get into the details of some of the trades 
first one let's look at the profitable trades so the first one that i want to talk about was the bullish trade that we had opened up on slack ticker symbol w o r k work i have been bullish on this particular uh, ticker i've been bullish on the slack product i use it for my personal work as well as in my office work we do use slack and i love it and i have been maintaining a bullish stance on this particular ticker for quite some time so we had sold a put with a strike price of 22.5 we had sold a put on 6th of december that's when we opened this trade and on 3rd of january we closed this trade and the return on capital was almost 10% within 28 days in the trade so when we sold the initial uh, put we collected 1.44 dollars as a premium and when we closed the trade we closed it at 91 cents and the difference we pocketed as our profit um good enough uh i had sold four contracts who made close to 200 plus dollars on this particular trade interestingly when i opened the trade slack was trading at 22 dollar 97 cents i was bullish on it but the stock did not cooperate when i closed the trade the stock actually was trading lower it was trading at 22 dollar 57 cents and this is the reason why i got attracted to option trading is even if you are wrong in your analysis in the direction you could still make money if i had bought the stock outright i would have been sitting at losses but instead of buying the stock i gave myself some room for error and sold a put instead even though the stock has moved down i still made money all right the next one i want to talk about was the trade that we closed it was a tlt it's an iron condor on tlt with a strike price of 135 uh, short put and 140 short call so the initial trade that we put along had a strike short strike prices of 135 short put and 144 short call but tlt move way down so as a part of our hedge we rolled down 144 short call to 140 call and we collected additional premium and uh, in the last few days trnt again rose a bit higher on the trade on the tensions between us and iran and the trade became profitable for us and hence we were able to close this trade at 202 dollar profit and the return on capital was almost 7% within 31 days so we opened the first trade the initial trade on 6th of december we closed this trade on 6th of january stayed in the trade for 31 days and generated almost 7% uh, return on the capital employed the third trade i want to talk about was a bullish the closure of a bullish position on baba uh, the ticker symbol baba company is alibaba i've been bullish about this company so, so i sold a 205 dollar 
uh, short put at $205 strike price and collected $3.60 as a premium. I opened this short put on 3rd of January and stock cooperated with us. When I opened the trade, the stock was trading at $217.83 and BABA continued to move higher because of uh, the trade one deal that almost seemed imminent to be signed. So all the Chinese stocks were on fire, so was BABA and uh, in this case, unlike what we saw in Slack, in this case stock cooperated and within six days I was able to close this trade uh, at a profit target which I was comfortable with. So return on capital was almost 4% within six days in the trade. I'll take at any any time of the day and uh, I since I continue to maintain bullish stance on BABA, I opened up another trade at a little higher strike price. So these were the top three trades, uh, profitable trades that we had. Um, once again, the first one was a short put on Slack that we closed profitably for $212. The second one was an iron condor on bonds ETF TLT that we closed for a profit of $202 and the last one was a short put bullish position on BABA that we closed for a profit of $153. Alright, not everything was all rosy so we had our own share of losers so let's look at losers. <coughs> First one top of the chat is a BABA. Surprisingly, we made money in BABA and also we lost money in BABA. I'll explain how. Uh, so we had a short call on BABA at a strike price of 195 that we had earlier had in December, then we rolled it out to January. Uh, so the short call, we had collected uh, $11.34 and we had a short call at a strike price of 195 as I explained, BABA had been moving higher and higher and higher. So eventually I closed this trade when BABA was $222.42. I had initially collected $11.34 as a premium and when we closed the trade, we had to close it at $27.55, hence incurring the loss of $16.21 on this particular trade. Am I sad about it? Absolutely not. Why? Because the reason why I put this trade to begin with was I'm holding long shares of BABA in my other portfolio. And I wanted to get rid of those shares of BABA and instead convert everything to options. But instead of selling the shares outright, I had actually sold a discovered call and my assumption was that if BABA rallies to 195, I will close this trade at whatever loss, this particular trade, but I will make more than enough money on my, on my long portfolio by selling the 100 shares of BABA that I hold there. So even though I lost money in this option trade, I more than compensated for it by selling the long shares that I held in my the long portfolio, uh, I, I sold over the moment I closed this trade. 
So this trade did what it was supposed to. Even though if I just focus on only the option trading account, it might shows up as a loss. But my overall portfolio, it did what it was supposed to do. And you would see me doing this uh, many times wherein I have a particular stock uh, or position or a long position on a stock or ETF in my 401k. I would turn around and do a, a, a covered call, a, a call selling in my option trading account that in case if the stock rises, then I will close the option trading, uh, the option trade and I will sell the long holdings in my 401k. And this is exactly what happened in case of Baba. The second one I want to talk about was a loss that we sh saw on when we rolled the short put on the green dot. Again, the ticker symbol is GDOT. I've been bullish on this particular uh, ticker and we opened a bullish short put position on 12th of December. But in, during the holidays, the CEO of Green Dot resigned and the shares plunged. So the, our bullish position was at a 25 strike price and the share went down to 22, 23. So since January is coming to, um, we are less than two weeks of expiration for January, it was best to start hedging our trades. That means either putting up a untested uh, side trade or if we can roll it for a credit, I would rather do it. This is exactly what I did here. I rolled the trade for additional credit, which means I had to close this current 25 strike January expiration short, uh, short put trade for loss. But I collected more premium to cover up for that loss for February expiration trade. So this loss that we incurred is a part of our rolling trade. I still continue to maintain the bullish stance on this particular ticker. And we will see how the 25 short put trade for February expiration behaves later. Again, the, even though it shows up as a loss for this particular trade, overall I'm the trade I haven't still closed it because I still have an open short position on green dot for a strike price of 25. Right, the third trade that shows up as a losing trade uh, is a TLT. T, this is the part of the TLT iron condor that I closed. Remember, I told that we had to put up a hedge trade when we rolled up 144 short call. Sorry, when we rolled down 144 short call to 140 short call and we collected additional premium of 25 cents. Guess what? TLT actually moved in our favor means it was way down at 135 when we opened this trade and it was challenging on the put side, the short put strike of 135. That is why we did this uh, roll down of a call as a hedge trade. TLT started moving up. So it moved to $138.76 and we when we close the overall iron condor, this 140 short call also got closed along with it. 
even though we lost money in this particular short call side of the iron condor we made more than enough on the short put side of the iron condor to compensate for it and overall we exited tlt iron condor at a profit so if we really uh, want to add the numbers the the put side when we closed it we made 202 dollars in profit but when we closed the call side we lost 106 dollars so net net we made close to 100 dollars on tlt and i'm pretty happy about it all right next the new trades that we opened first one is a trade that we rolled from january to february this is a bullish trade a short put trade on stamp ticker symbol stmp i rolled up the 85 short put on stamp from january expiration to february expiration and i collected additional premium when i rolled it so as it stands today we have collected more than nine dollars as a premium for a short put at a strike price of 85 and when he opened up this trade stamp was trading at 82 dollar 55 cents so we have a large amount of buffer our break even is close to 73 dollars on on this particular trade the second trade that we opened on 6th of january i want to talk about is a vertical bullish short put spread on intuitive surgical ticker symbol isrg i am bullish on uh, this particular ticker i had closed the previous trade for january expiration at profit and i continue on to maintain a bullish stance on this so i opened a put vertical spread means we short the put we sold a put at a strike price of 580 and bought a put at a strike price of 555 thus created 25 dollar uh, wide spread and collected seven dollar 15 cents as a premium so overall risk in this trade overall capital deployed in this trade is 2500 dollars because that is the width of the spread and we have collected 715 dollars as a premium again i will watch this trade and we will close it at our profit target of almost 50 to 60 percent of the max means if i'm making close to 400 dollars on this i will close this trade 400 dollars on investment of 2500 dollars within you know 30 days not a bad trade at all but we will see how it goes the third trade i want to talk about was a very tight iron condor on etf xly so we sold an iron condor with a short strikes of 126 and 127 that is why i'm calling it as a very tight iron condor the stock was trading right in the middle of these two it was trading at 126.46 and i just wanted to maintain 
a completely neutral outlook towards the stock. So I did a short put at 126 and the short call was at 127 and we went out almost $7 to buy cheap protection. So the long put is at 119 and the long call is at 134. Overall, we collected $3.35 as a premium. And this is XLY is one of the core ETFs that I would always like to have position on it. And also its IVR was higher. So it was a good, <clears throat> it was a good trade. Um, decent trade, I would say, to begin an initial position. Again, I have uh, kept some room for laddering on the trade later on. If stocks move a lot uh, from this particular strike price. This is an initial starting position and we have a little, we have a more room to ladder on and put additional trades if stock moves. All right, so that brings us to the end of all the trade discussions. As always, if you have any questions on these trades or if you have any questions on your own positions, do write to me at optiongig at gmail.com. I love receiving emails from viewers and listeners and would try to help you out as much as I can. Again, just a reminder, these trades that we discuss are the representative of some of the trades that I do. Overall, like I had mentioned, we had closed 29 trades. Obviously, I cannot discuss all the 29 trades on, on the show. So I will pick up the top three trades to discuss. But if you want to follow all the trades that I'm doing, you can go to my website www.optiongig.com forward slash trades. You will see a link that will take you to the trades for a particular day. Uh, again, the site address is www.optiongig.com slash trades. I think that's all I have for today. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, do write to me uh, on an email or if you're watching this on YouTube video, do not hesitate to put comments on it. Thank you very much and I will see you in the next update. Bye-bye. Please note that all the information presented is purely for educational purposes and is not a financial or investment advice. I don't know you. You don't know me, so do yourself a favor and don't invest or trade solely based on what you hear.